Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Therapy Chat Podcast, Episode 373. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. This week's episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now, for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Use coupon code CHAT or click the link in the show notes to get two free months at therapynotes.com. This week's episode of Therapy Chat is sponsored by Trauma Therapist Network. Because trauma is real, healing is possible, and help is available. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. I'm your host, Laura Reagan, and today's episode is something in a way completely different, but in a way... It's probably me showing you the most true side of who I am. And it feels pretty vulnerable, but I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do. And I feel like I'm seeing something that other people don't seem to be realizing. And I really want to amplify this very important message. This week's episode is going to be a solo episode, which I have probably not done in years. Many of you who have been listening for years may have never heard one of my solo episodes. It used to be what I did all the time. And it takes more preparation. It's more vulnerable. It takes more organizing. It's it's a lot. So, but this time I'm kind of bringing it to you very raw because it's not, this is something that's really timely and urgent for people to know about. And if other people aren't going to be loud about it, I am. And I know why other people aren't being loud about it. And I'll talk about that in a second. So this week, I want to tell you about something that happened recently. So to start with, I'll mention that last week, I was so fortunate to be able to spend a week in training in Cancun, Mexico, through the sponsor that you heard in January and February Leading Edge Seminars Cancun, 
I attended the week with Dr. Ariel Schwartz, and there was also a group there learning from another wonderful teacher, Dr. Eliana Gill. And there have been two weeks prior to that with four other wonderful teachers, including Lisa Ferentz, who you've heard on the podcast multiple times, Dr. Frank Anderson, who you've heard me raving about, talking about complex trauma and IFS, the training I went to with him last summer. He presented on a different topic in Cancun. And then there were two other teachers who I'm I'm not familiar with, but I heard they were wonderful. And oh, that's not true. Dr. John Breer, who was one of our guests. Thank you, John Breer, who I had a wonderful conversation with that you heard in January on Therapy Chat. And I heard his presentation was great, too. And then Tammy Nelson, who I had not been familiar with before, but I really want to learn more about her work because it sounds very, very interesting to me. And I heard it was great. So my week with Dr. Ariel Schwartz was literally transformational for me. I've been going through a lot in my family and personal life that has been extremely stressful. And if you've listened to this podcast, you've been hearing about that. So I'm not going to go back into it right now. But it was very hard to get away, and I could not be more grateful that I did because I had the best experience with so many wonderful therapists who were there, many from Canada, some from Australia, and all around the United States and other places. So we were in Dr. Schwartz's training, Ariel's training. We were doing somatic trauma healing practices is what we were learning based in polyvagal theory. And being in her presence was magical in itself because she gives off, she literally exudes a sense of warmth, safety, acceptance, and she's so grounded. And I was thinking, I want to be more like that all the time. Of course, no one's grounded all the time. That's the whole idea. Our nervous system is not meant to be that way. It's a rhythm and it's a flow of regulation and dysregulation and coming back home to ourselves. But we learned so many beautiful somatic healing practices for trauma and somatic resourcing practices and breath work. I've been trained in a lot of somatic trauma therapy and all of it has been wonderful. And some of what I was learning may have been reviewed, but I've never learned it from her the way she taught it. And it was so beautiful. So I can't speak enough about how much I value and appreciate her and her work. And if you don't know who she is, she's been on the podcast before. I'll link to her episode in the show notes. I hope to have her back again in the future. And I highly recommend learning from her trainings and her polyvagal yoga classes that she offers online for free and live for donation online. Anyway, it was an amazing experience. And as I was getting on the bus to go back to the Cancun airport, crying because I was so sorry that it was ending and so deeply moved by the wonderful experiences that we all had together as a group and that I had individually and in diets with people. I had so many amazing experiences. So I get on the bus I'm feeling so emotional and very happy to be getting back home, nervous about the travel ahead. I don't know how it all works. It was my first time ever being in Mexico, and I don't speak Spanish except for just a little bit of, you know, barely being able to communicate basic things. So get on the bus, check my Facebook, and a colleague who I've known for at least seven years, Deborah Owens, who is a counselor in Pennsylvania, had posted on Facebook, 
a link to a press release that was written by the United States Federal Trade Commission stating that they are taking action to attempt to ban the tech company called BetterHelp from continuing to do what they've been doing, according to the press release, which is to mislead the consumers using their platform and the therapists using their platform about their privacy policies. When they claimed that they were only using the information for purposes related to counseling, they actually were selling clients' protected health information, what we call PHI in the healthcare field, to marketers. And I'm not talking about aggregated, de-identified information. I'm talking about IP address, email, and the responses to a mental health questionnaire. That's what it says in the press release. And and what you're going to hear in the rest of this episode, I go into much more detail about it. I was shocked, but not at all surprised because in many therapist circles, we've been talking about suspicions and fears that these tech companies that claim to be providing mental health services could not possibly be making millions and billions of dollars on the low fees that they're charging for the services and the low fees coming out of that that they're paying the therapists that would leave them with very little profit. It just didn't add up. And now it makes sense that the profits didn't come from that because ask any therapist, we can make a healthy living if we're really lucky and successful, but not that kind of money. And these companies are making millions and millions and millions and millions. But I've never bought a Super Bowl ad to advertise my practice or this podcast. Why? Because Super Bowl ads cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars per per minute. I don't have that kind of money. And why would these tech companies have that kind of money to advertise? Because they're so committed to helping people reach more, to helping people access mental health treatment in a time of immense, overwhelming need. That would be nice if that were the reason. But according to the press release, that's not really the reason. The reason is that they betrayed Customers' trusts and the Federal Trade Commission exists while the Consumer Protection Division of the Federal Trade Commission exists to protect consumers from this type of harm. But therapists were harmed too. And I don't know if you're being considered in the consumers. If you were a therapist who used this platform, my understanding is that their position is that you are a HIPAA entity. So you are required to uphold HIPAA and make sure that your client's information is kept confidential and not shared with any third parties without their permission. But they claim they are not a HIPAA entity, so they don't have to follow that. So they have been clear in many ways that the responsibility falls on the therapist to make sure this is happening, yet they were lying about how they used the information according to the press release which I will link below in the show notes. And so therapists, there's no way you could have known that they were lying to you when they assured you that they would keep your client's information private. But now that you're hearing it, I'm sure you're shocked, horrified, disgusted, terrified, concerned for your clients and feeling like you wish you could just crawl under a rock. But please pause as needed. Keep returning back to your body and stay with it because this is a moment where You have an opportunity to either be part of the solution or to be part of the problem. The problem is that clients using BetterHelp are not aware that they have been lied to, according to the Federal Trade Commission press release dated March 2nd, 2023, 
about how their private health information, protected health information was used and sold. When clients learn about this, as many will be by listening to this episode, and I'm very sorry to be sharing this information with you this way, they're going to be devastated. Why? Because anybody who's ever experienced any abuse, especially childhood abuse, knows that Well, actually, survivors may not always know this, but any therapist who works with survivors of childhood trauma, especially sexual trauma, which is what this really is bringing up for me, is that this feels like the way a predator misleads the victim about their intentions, traps them in a situation where they then exploit and harm them, and then blames the victim and claims it was their fault. And I am just not going to let that go. That has happened to me, and I'm not going to willingly stand by while that happens to other people. I've also been a client whose trust was violated when a therapist violated my confidentiality, and I was deeply wounded by that. I felt so betrayed, and I was very mistrustful about considering therapy ever again. Fortunately, the next person I went to reassured me that she would never do something like that. She took it very seriously. And we ended up having a wonderful therapeutic experience where I spent the first six months just processing how painful it was to have been betrayed that way by that previous therapist. So this really matters. And if you are a therapist who's been working on that platform, I'm so sorry to tell you this information. I know you're horrified. I know you don't want it to be true. Please take your time, read the show notes, look at the links, see for yourself what you think. If it's easier, you can stop listening to this and just go to YouTube where the video is and the links are there in the description as well. The video is already up on YouTube. So I felt that it was a matter of integrity for me to share about this. Like I mentioned, I had been hearing about this previously in therapist conversations for years, including spearheaded by Deb Owens. And another person who's spoken out about this is the founder of Therapy Den, Jeff Gunther, who immediately stopped speaking about it one day just out of the blue and has not said anything else about it ever since. And I don't know why, but I will say that many therapists who do work for BetterHelp have told me that they're horrified and disgusted to find out what happened, but they're terrified to speak up because they believe they will be sued. And so I can't help but wonder how many people have been silenced by these companies to protect them continuing to do these actions, because one of the things that it explicitly says in the press release is that in 2020, not back in the 1900s, in 2020, BetterHelp had a lot of negative publicity claiming that they were doing exactly what they're doing. And they lied about it then. They engaged in an extensive public campaign to counter that. And they were lying. It says it in the press release. This is not my words. This is the director of the Federal Trade Commission Consumer Protection Division. You can read all about it in the links in the show notes. But in what I'm about to share in this episode, I give you a lot of suggestions. First, I go through the press release and explain it as I'm talking. Hopefully my dogs won't be too noisy in the background, kind of running around with their claws clapping on the floor and playing. But Hopefully Pete can edit some of that out. But the really important thing to understand is that 
unlike when you may have been abused, unlike when you may have been traumatized, you do have a voice now. You do have power. And the federal government knows this is happening. And I'll tell you, the best news is you can make a public comment about this. There's a 30-day period starting when the opinion from the FTC is posted on the Federal Register. And all the links to find this are going to be in the show notes. And they're also in the description of the YouTube video that's already up. So, which is also what is this week's episode. I just wanted to be sure to amplify it because as I posted about it on Instagram, people are just really outraged, but still not talking about it that much. So I was like, what am I doing? I have a huge following of 30 to 40,000 listeners who I can share this with. Why don't I tell them? And if you've been a listener of Therapy Chat, I want to also let you know, I do have sponsors. You know that if you listen. Probably sometimes people are annoyed with listening through the ads, but those help me actually support operations that allows me to be able to produce this podcast week after week. But I would never, ever accept money from a company that I knew or thought or suspected was corrupt, deceptive, abusive. And that is exactly why I have refused money from BetterHelp multiple times. And every single time I did, I said, I won't work with you because I believe you are an unethical company. And they said, okay. And then they just contacted me again a few months later, like nothing ever happened. That's like an abuser too. And I'm just not cool with that. I'm not, I don't, it's like they used to say, we don't make deals with terrorists. I don't, I don't work with unethical companies. So the sponsors that I have had, and I'll shout out to Therapy Notes because they've been a sponsor for multiple years off and on. I believe they're a company with integrity, and that's why I'm happy to tell you about them because I love connecting people to resources that are going to help them thrive. But I would never, you wouldn't trust me if I were knowingly engaging with anyone who is trying to exploit your personal private information for their profit. So I'm proud of myself for standing in my integrity. And the next point I want to make is that for other podcasters and so-called influencers who do agree to work with companies like this, now that you know, please do the right thing and let your audiences know that this is not a good company to be associated with. I'm planning on offering for therapists only because I just don't have the capacity to do it for everyone who's harmed, at least not yet. I'm planning to offer a free community call. I'm not going to ask you to sign up on my email list or buy something to participate. I just want to hold a space where therapists who've been harmed by this and are in shock and don't know what to do and are ashamed and are blaming themselves and feeling like they have now done something to victimize their clients, which is not true. You did not do anything wrong. It was not you. You were lied to. Your clients were lied to and you were lied to. But I'm planning on holding a free community call. I'll do it sometime after this episode goes out. So I'll, I'll have a link in the show notes below to just a simple Google form where if you want to participate and participate in that free call for therapists only for now. You can join us and we'll hold space and we'll grieve for the corruption in this world and we'll vent and then we'll talk about how we're going to organize what each person can do to change this because we are not powerless here. So with that, I will go ahead and 
get started, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, you've heard me talking about Trauma Therapist Network membership registration going live this week. And I do plan on sending out that link to the waiting list. In fact, by the time this is live, it will have already gone out. But I tell you, I spent almost the whole weekend just talking about this to anybody who would listen because it's so important. So thank you for being a listener of Therapy Chat. If you are listening for the first time or if you've been listening for a long time, I really appreciate you. And I hope that you will feel brave enough to, even if you are like, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I heard. Share the link, share the episode. But, you know, there's not much truer of a source of information than when I know the government can sometimes be a source of mistrust. But in this case, I do believe every word that is in that press release, because this is what many therapists have been talking about for a very, very long time. So I want to thank all the therapists who've been vocal about this, even if they have forced you into silence now. I really want to thank you for helping me know about this so that I could understand so that when this information became public through that press release that's linked in the show notes, that I can share it with all of you and know that I don't have to worry about being sued because I can speak my truth. I am allowed to say what's right and what's wrong, and I will not be silenced. And I must say, again, to give a, another word of thanks to Ariel Schwartz for the training we were in, because I think I would have been afraid at first, and I might just have needed some time to figure out what I wanted to do. But I came away from that training feeling so empowered that it was easy to just jump right out there and say, hey, everybody, you need to listen. So if you were harmed by this, I am so, so sorry. And, you know, I'm open to supporting how I can. I'm not sure what that's going to look like yet. If you listen to this episode, you'll hear that there are many, 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 many things that both clients who were harmed by this and therapists can do to take your power back. So thank you so much for supporting this this podcast and I'll get right into the information that I'm calling a public service announcement and you be well. Take gentle care, please. Hey friends, this is Laura Reagan and anybody who doesn't know me, you don't have to be my friend for me to want you to hear this very, very important information that I'm about to share. I would really say this is a public service announcement, you know, like they used to do about how smoking is bad for your health and stuff like that. This is a public service amount announcement related to mental health. I want to amplify some very important news that came out on Friday, March 2nd, 2023, a press release from the Federal Trade Commission in the United States, which is our consumer protection government agency. And this very important information that I'm about to share might affect you and it might be really upsetting for you. And if so, I'm very sorry. I'm upset about it too. <laughs> and I'm not personally affected by it. What I want to share with you is that, well, let me just say for anybody who finds this who doesn't know me, I'm a trauma therapist in the United States practicing in the D.C. area. And I have a podcast, Therapy Chat, and I'm a, the founder of Trauma Therapist Network. So you might think that I'm sharing this from a perspective of being biased as a psychotherapist who is, you know, traditionally 
working with an office, although I practice via telehealth have ever since the pandemic started. But I think you'll hear, I hope you'll hear that this isn't about me wanting more clients. This is about my concerns about great harm being done to people who have sought out therapy that was marketed to them as making it more accessible for you to get therapy from the comfort of your home, anytime, on video, or even by text. There are several tech companies that have been for several years, more than five years, operating to provide therapy services by contracting with real therapists who they paid to work with them on their platforms. And the press release that came out on March 2nd, 2023, specifically relates to the company called BetterHelp. But there are several other companies that are reportedly, allegedly doing these same activities that BetterHelp is now being fined by the Federal Trade Commission and banned from being able to continue to do. And I want you to know about this because if you have been harmed by this, it's valid. I hope that you will talk to your therapist through the platform that you use about your feelings about this very important violation of trust and confidentiality that I'm about to tell you about. I'm going to share the link to the press release after I share the information so that you can read about it yourself and, you know, decide for yourself what you want to do and how you feel about it. So I'm going to be kind of looking at my computer to give you some information here. My computer's right behind me. So this says, here's a headline, FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission, to ban BetterHelp from revealing consumers' data, including sensitive mental health information, to Facebook and others for targeted advertising. Then it says BetterHelp will be required to pay $7.8 million, which for a huge corporation like that is basically like $20 to most people, for deceiving consumers after promising to keep sensitive personal data private. That's the important thing. They promised, according to this, they promised to keep sensitive personal data private, and they did not do so. They sold the information. They sold the data, okay? That's what this report says. This is not my opinion. I don't know anything about what they do, but I know what it says here. So I'm going to mention some some little tidbits from what it says, and then you can go find for yourself the most the most important parts. I mean, I guess one positive thing is that those fines are to return money to consumers whose health data was compromised. However, and I think you should definitely go for that if you've used this service and find out that your information was shared, which according to this, it was like what they did. It wasn't just like some people. It's not a data breach or a leak. It's an, a selling of data while claiming that it would be kept private. We therapists are required both by our professional ethics. So people think that it's just HIPAA. It's not just HIPAA. It's our professional ethics. We are required to protect confidentiality, not just like try to keep things private, to protect confidentiality. And then there's the HIPAA laws, which specify what we have to do to protect confidential health, private health information. The HIPAA laws are not really as strict as our professional ethical obligations. And so we follow both. However, these companies, these companies don't follow. They claim that they aren't covered by HIPAA because they say we are tech companies and not mental health providers. 
but they're providing a mental health service. So I maybe there's a loophole somewhere in the wording of the law, but in the intention of what people are believing they're getting, that's completely misleading and just very unethical, in my opinion. Okay, so that was the good piece that the fund, some funds will be redistributed back to people who were harmed. However, if I were one who would use this, I would be pursuing, if not a lawsuit personally, a class action lawsuit. And it's not just this company. So that's an important thing, too. I don't want you to listen to what I'm saying and think, oh, but that's good. The government took action and they won't be able to do that anymore because there are many other companies out there that people are using right now that are doing the same thing. This is a business model of these tech companies. I don't know. There could be some that are totally ethical. I don't know which ones are doing what. But I've read multiple articles before this about all of these companies that were suggesting that they were doing these things. And many of them were forced to speak in front of Congress in the United States to explain why they were doing things the way they were. And this resulted from that. So I see this as hopefully maybe a first step and not the end. But it's really important for you to know what's going on here. Okay, it says that this proposed order, so this isn't done yet. The proposed order dated March 2nd, 2023, this press release, today's March 4th, will ban BetterHelp from sharing consumers' personal information with certain third parties for retargeting, the targeting of advertisements to consumers who previously had visited BetterHelp's website or used its app, including those who had not signed up for the company's counseling service. Okay. I mean, even that, you know, I we all want our information to be private, but we know we give up some information, you know, by using social media. There's tracking cookies and all this. We we know that. But when you use one of these services and you're assured that your information will be kept private, you believe your information will be kept private. And that is the informed consent agreement that you made with that company when you started working with them. And now we're finding out that they didn't follow what they promised. That's the problem here. The biggest problem to me. And that's according to this. This is, a, again, my opinion. This is according to this press release. All right. And it says, now here's the here's the quote from the FTC's director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection, Samuel Levine. When a person struggling with mental health issues, which is everyone right now, reaches out for help, they do so in a moment of vulnerability and with an expectation that professional counseling services will protect their privacy. And, and you should expect that. It's a requirement. And if it doesn't happen, it's a problem. Instead, according to Samuel Levine, director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, BetterHelp betrayed consumers' most personal health information for profit. For profit. You heard that? Betrayed consumers' most personal health information for profit goes on to say how this will stop these problems from happening anymore, but I'm not necessarily convinced that this will stop that. Okay. goes on to say California-based BetterHelp offers online counseling services under several names. Keep in mind, one of them is BetterHelp Counseling. And then it says it also markets services aimed at specific groups, such as faithful counseling focused on Christians, teen counseling, which caters to teens and requires parental consent. So now there's teens under 18 also whose information according to this has been sold their parents gave informed consent for them to receive treatment they agreed to receive treatment and then their information has been shared and they're not even adults yet okay certainly better help counseling also is for children and adults and pride counseling which is targeted to the lg 
LGBTQ community. Consumers, so basically everyone who goes into counseling is in a vulnerable state because they're asking for help with a problem that they can't handle anymore on their own or they feel they can't. So, but this is a major, major problem. Consumers interested in BetterHelp services must fill out a questionnaire that asks for sensitive mental health information, such as whether they have experienced depression or suicidal thoughts and are on any medications. They also provide their name, email address, birth date, and other personal information. They are then matched with a counselor and pay between $60 and $9 per week for counseling. We charge $150 a session for our our associate level LMSWs and then our fully licensed, independently licensed clinicians, we charge $165. I charge $175. So if you're paying $90 per week, you're saving about $85 from our highest price. And that's great. You know, that's that's good to be able to afford that if you couldn't afford it before. But we give real counseling where, you know, it's with true protection for your privacy and we don't sell your data. And we if we did, we probably would go to jail, but we wouldn't do that anyway because it's completely unethical. And I don't go into this to exploit people. I became a therapist to help people. Okay. It then says, you can see I'm upset about this and I'm sorry that I'm ranting. At several points in the sign-up process, BetterHelp promised consumers that it would not use or disclose their personal health data except for limited purposes, such as to provide counseling services. Well, of course, you need that information for that, right? You collect the information, what's your name, all this, give it to the therapist, then the therapist can get in touch with the person and they start working together. That makes sense. Anybody would agree to that. However, it says, I'm quoting directly, this is I'm reading, okay, this is direct words. Despite these promises, it says, BetterHelp used and revealed consumers' email addresses, IP addresses, okay, health questionnaire information, your email address and health, your email address and whether or not you're depressed, suicidal, other things that are very private. They provided that information to Facebook, Snapchat, Critio, whatever, I've never even heard of that, and Pinterest for advertising purposes. Okay, so might might even not think that's that bad. I I do. They use consumers' email addresses and the fact they had previously been in therapy to instruct Facebook to identify similar consumers and target them with advertisements for BetterHelp's counseling service, which helped the company bring in tens of thousands, tens of thousands of new paying users and millions of dollars in revenue. I mean, how do you pay for Super Bowl ads? I've never advertised my practice on a Super Bowl ad because I think we all know that they're like the most expensive form of media, but somehow they they only charging sixty to nine dollars a session and paying the therapist from that somehow still manage to afford that. Running a group private practice has been a challenging and rewarding experience. And one thing that has made it so much easier is Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. If you're coming from another EHR, like I did, Therapy Notes makes the transition incredibly easy, importing your demographic data free of charge so you can get going right away. My team has found Therapy Notes very easy to learn. It's intuitive. The customer support is second to none. And that's one of the things that has kept me a Therapy Notes customer for several years now. Anytime I've needed to contact Therapy Notes for help with an issue I couldn't figure out on my own, I've been able to get through to someone and resolve the issue within 15 minutes, 99% of the time. Find out what more than 100,000 mental health professionals already know. Try Therapy Notes for two months absolutely free. Just click on the link in the show notes or enter the promo code chat at therapynotes.com. 
If you've ever looked for a trauma therapist online, you know it can be really confusing and overwhelming to try to figure out if the person has the right combination of training and experience and specialization for you. That's why I created Trauma Therapist Network. Trauma Therapist Network is a website where you can search for trauma therapists, learn about trauma through reading articles and listening to podcast episodes, including this podcast and my other podcast, Trauma Chat. And it's also a supportive community for therapists. So Trauma Therapist Network has something for you, whether you are a person who is searching for a therapist or if you are a therapist, you will find support and help at Trauma Therapist Network. To learn more, go to traumatherapistnetwork.com. According to the complaint, BetterHelp pushed consumers to hand over their health information by repeatedly showing them privacy misrepresentations and nudging them with unavoidable prompts to sign up for his counseling. Despite collecting such sensitive information, BetterHelp failed to maintain sufficient policies or procedures to protect it and did not obtain consumers' consent or affirmative express consent before disclosing their health data. If you've ever gone to the doctor, well, doctors can talk with other doctors, so you don't always have to sign a release. Through HIPAA, doctors are allowed to talk with other doctors about your care. But if you went to a therapist and you wanted your therapist to talk to your doctor, your therapist would talk to you about what do you want me to talk about with your doctor? And let's go over it. And then you sign a form, which the therapist should explain to you so you know what you're signing and why and what's going to be shared, because it's so you know that you have control over your private information. There's kind of a trust thing here, right? Are you noticing that? BetterHelp also failed to place any limits on how third parties could use consumers' health information, allowing Facebook and other third parties to use that information for their own internal purposes, including for research and development or to improve advertising. BetterHelp also misled users and the public in 2020 by falsely denying News reports in 2020. Today is March 4th, 2023. So three years ago, BetterHelp also misled users and the public in 2020 by falsely denying news reports that it revealed consumers' personal information, including their health information, with third parties, according to what the FTC said in their complaint and what they wrote in their their press release. Okay, they're going to make some changes. I really am not even going to talk about that because I don't give a crap. I don't trust this anyway. And it's not just them, but I trust the press release, but I don't trust that this is really going to stop these tech companies that are basically masquerading as mental health providers from doing the harm that they're doing. And that's why I made this video is because I don't want to stand by as like a non-protective bystander while... People are using these services and being harmed. And I posted about this on Instagram yesterday, and a lot of therapists were really outraged and a lot of people were really outraged. But then I also didn't see really anybody else talking about it other than a few people. The person who brought it to my attention was Deborah Owens, who is a therapist in Chestnut Hill, Pennsylvania, who's actually been advocating within the therapist community for people to pay attention to this, for therapists not to work for these companies. And for people to understand what misleading stuff is going on here, because there's this this is something that we've been hearing about for years. I have known this for years. BetterHelp has asked at least five times to advertise on my website and or my podcast. I'm sorry. They've asked to 
advertised on my podcast at least five times. Every time I've said no, first I said, no, I'm not interested in working with you. Then they just came back a few months later, a year later or whatever. And I said, I will not work with you. You are an unethical company and I would never accept your money because I don't believe that you are ethical. They were like, okay, thank you. So they don't care. But if you will work with them, they will be happy to give you money to promote their their unethical services to other people. And I'm not willing to sell my integrity. I know that my podcast listeners would not trust me if I were to be aligned with an organization that was exploiting their consumers, a corporation that was exploiting the consumers who trusted them to provide a service for help. So I'm glad that I stood in my truth about that because I turned down money and I need money. I definitely need money, but I don't need that kind of money. You know, a a lot of things are worth more than money and my integrity is definitely worth a lot more to me than money. All right. This proposed administrative complaint from the FTC will be posted for 30 days of public comment in this thing called the Federal Register, which I will link to so that you can give your comment if you want to, especially if you're someone who used them and you're finding out about this. I think it would be great for you to let the commission know what you think about it. I mean, this is a chance to really get your voice heard and I hope there's an uproar, but because it's not getting that much attention. And the Federal Register, who even knows what that is? Nobody. I don't know where to find it. And I know what it is, but most people don't. It's like how the government says, hey, everybody, this is what we're doing. You want to know? So it's open to public comment for 30 days after it will be published there. It's not published yet, according to this. But it says that it issues an administrative complaint when when it has reason to believe that the law has been or is being violated. And it appears to the commission that a proceedings is in the public interest. When the commission issues a consent order on a final basis, it carries the force of law with respect to future actions. So once they make this order, it's not made yet. When they do, after the 30 days in the public comment, maybe everyone will be like, no, that's a bad idea. I certainly would be shocked if that were true. But they they would be violating the law if they continue to do these practices. However, these tech companies are very smart. And with all these millions and billions that they're making by selling people's personal mental health, private protected information, they can, you know, find loopholes in laws and find new ways to set up new things. You know, they're buying these tech companies. I'm not talking about BetterHelp. I'm just talking about these tech companies that are masquerading as mental health treatment providers are buying mental health therapist directories like where you go looking for a therapist and you find one called like my oh mine is called traumatherapistnetwork.com. So it has like find a therapist. Click on that. If I sold that to them, they could get they could get your information through my directory, but I wouldn't do that. But there have been many that they've bought. And so they're basically kind of they're not really competing with regular therapists who just work outside of those those platforms because, you know, there's plenty of people needing help and we have more than we can handle as it is. So, you know, in some ways there was like a hope that this could be a way for more people to access therapy that they needed and and affordable, especially if people didn't have insurance or they didn't have mental health benefits with their insurance. But not surprisingly, I hate to be cynical, the motive was never really to help people at all. And that's that disgusts me. And so that's why I made this video, because I want people to be empowered. Knowledge is power. I hope that if you 
care about this. You will find more information about it and make your own decisions. I'm I'm going to post the link to the press release. Obviously, the press release is just a press release. There's much more detail and I haven't looked at it yet because I was actually coming back from a training I was at in Mexico yesterday when I saw this in the morning and then I was I was traveling all day. Okay, so let me just tell you, I'm, I just clicked on the, the consent order. Oh, it's a consent order. Hmm. Consent order. So consent order means that it's an agreement reached together. And it's just just so you know, I'm not going to read this whole thing. And I'm not an attorney at all. I'm a therapist, but I did used to work in a law firm. So I know how to read these legal documents, but it's it says BetterHelp, also DBA. You know, I mentioned those other practices, but there's more. It says Compile, Inc., Another one is also DBA Mind Therapist, also DBA Teen Counseling, which I mentioned, Faithful Counseling, Pride Counseling, I already mentioned. Also DBA Eye Counseling, also DBA Regain. I haven't heard of these. Also DBA Terapeuta. So that one sounds like it might be in another another language that doesn't look like Spanish, but I'm not sure. One more thing is that if these companies are not based in the U.S., which this one is, then they may have even less oversight over them less regulatory like teeth to be able to stop them from doing these kinds of things. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, be creative in finding a therapist in the way that works for you, but understand that real therapists do not share your information. I'm not, I want to just be really clear. The therapists who work for BetterHelp are real therapists. They, if they knew that this was being done, and they were practicing unethically. But I am highly certain that they didn't because BetterHelp, according to that press release, was lying about it. So the therapist must have believed that they really were keeping the information private. Otherwise, then they were they were colluding with them. And now that we know, you know, I hope therapists who do work with them will consider, is it worth it to you? Good luck and take care. Feel free to comment if you want. I'm happy to answer any questions that I can. You know, I have no inside information, but I'll share what I know. If you want to ask stuff, I'll give other links and articles and stuff as, you know, as much as I'm available and able to and have capacity. All right. Take care. Thank you. I'm sorry to everyone this has happened to. It's terrible, disgusting and reprehensible, unacceptable, outrageous, egregious. It's just not okay. And you don't deserve this. It's not your fault. There's no way you could have known they were lying. You couldn't have known. It's not your fault. But if you feel violated, that's a valid feeling. And, you know, I'm sure your therapist does too, if they if they even heard about this. So take care. Thank you to TraumaTherapistNetwork.com for sponsoring this week's episode. Therapists, Trauma Therapist Network membership is reopening March 6th and the waiting list gets early access and discounted pricing. So join the waiting list now by going to go.TraumaTherapistNetwork.com slash join. There's a link in the show notes. Can't wait to see you in the membership. There's New membership levels, we have options for group practice owners and Canadian therapists to join as well. So if you've been wanting to become a member of Trauma Therapist Network, this is the time. Go join the waiting list now and we'll see you when membership opens March 6th. Thank you to Therapy Notes for sponsoring this week's episode. I do love Therapy Notes. It's such an asset to my business and makes my job as a practice owner and a therapist much easier. Try it today with no strings attached to see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. Use coupon code CHAT or click the link in the show notes to get two free months at TherapyNotes.com. 
Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today.